Hello guys and girls and massive welcome to the Boss Up with Bods Bob Boss Up with Bobs <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I am so excited because we have for the first time a guest on the show. So I'm really excited to be joined today by Bianca Brathwaite, um, who is the Wonder Woman behind Mindset Maintenance. Um, she's got an absolutely incredible story. She's super like-minded to me, so I'm really excited um, for you guys to hear this episode, hear us natter on about things, um, and learn a bit more about her. So, hello, Bianca. Hi. How are we doing? I'm good. Can I just say, I absolutely love that you did not think about editing that out, because <laughs> I just love people that are just so human, like... Why are we why are we in this world where we're like, oh, I must edit that out? No, let's not. Yes. Let's just be normal human beings. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. I think everyone's you. over like the perfect yeah. highlight Instagram. It's not life. for me anymore. It's not for, I don't think it's for anyone you to should be fair. Seen, I mean I I am into fitness, but I did knit my belly wobble wobble a bit on <laughs> holiday, you know, I'm I'm past this trying to get a six pack. Like don't get me wrong, guys, I'm about you know, I train and I I eat relatively healthy, but I do love a burger. Don't we all? <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> Don't we all? Oh, I love it. What a start. Okay, so Bianca, tell us a bit more about your story as a person, how mindset maintenance came about and what the whole ethos is. Um, I think it's funny when you ask that because... I think when you ask someone, obviously the reason that I started Mindset Maintenance is because of the trauma that I've been through. But I've also read, like you've probably read, same as me, in a lot of books and listened to a lot of podcasts about not leading with your traumas. Like your traumas Mm. aren't part, you know, they're not you. They don't define you. But actually, they have helped me become this person that I am Mm. today. So... Actually, whilst I'm, I don't want to obsess over these things that happened, they're a big part of my life. Absolutely. So, I think I've always, always been one of those people that just, I just feel ever so deeply. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, I had a good upbringing. Um, you know, there was nothing wrong with my upbringing. I was actually very happy. Um, lived, you know, grew up with my mum and my stepdad, who is, you know, basically my dad um he's been around since i was three years old um little baby sister who's now not a baby at all she's 19 (laughs) (laughs) oh honestly she she knows that i'll never stop calling her baby sister (laughs) um but yeah so you know got a family always close to our family and i think that's i was always used to having this close-knit family and everyone goes around nan and granddad's or goes around the dad's side of the family and everything's always really close and it's nice and then um you know dad lost his mum i we lost our granddad on mum's side um and he was like the roots of the family as well so he come over from barbados so it was almost like it's hard when you lose the roots of your family and it seems like it starts to disappear. It's it's really sad, I'm sure many people can relate. Um, But so that, you know, things that, they're not nice things, but they happen and old age happens and you kind of, you know, my nan died of cancer, so Mm. it's, it's not nice at all, but it's one of those things that 
I was very young at the time. Mm. Um, and then when my granddad died, I was... How old was I when granddad died? 20? Yeah. Um, 22, I think, actually. And then two years later, my auntie was murdered, which was... You just don't... You don't... That is the most surreal thing. And I still don't really have the words today to explain it, if I'm honest. Mm. And I don't... One thing I've realised lately as well is I don't... You know when you think you talk about things? Yeah. You actually realise that... You don't. No, I don't. I have other people to talk about things, yeah. but I actually don't talk as much as I should do yeah. um, as well. So this could all end in tears. Sorry it's about that. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We are all friends here. But, um, yeah, so that happened and there's just no way to... You know, you just... I honestly live... The next year was just a complete blur. Like, court cases and everything you know he's he's locked away for life now but he's always in the back of your head thinking like what does that mean like does that mean that he definitely can't come out or it's just yeah so after that I guess it was probably where I started turning into a bit of a workaholic quite driven like whatever I wanted I'd go after it because coping mechanism for many of us is that's just keep our head down and just absolutely smash it at whatever we're doing so I think at the time I went for a new job at BMW I worked there I also taught body combat I also trained for my PT level two and level three so I literally (laughs) was driving to work in Farnborough driving back from Farnborough to either teach or train a client or anything um that stopped me from thinking Mm. um and then that went on um and I kind of I just did the standard any what many not any because I'm generalizing there but a lot of people in their 20s did which was go out of the weekend get absolutely hammered um forget your name go back to work on the Monday mind about being hungover uh, do it all again um, a bit of a cycle really got into that cycle until lockdown came and I actually got into network marketing um, with FM which taught me which got me into self-development so mm. anyone out there that is knocking network marketing I will never knock it because it it got me into self-development like, Amen, I've never, sister. <laughs> I've never known people more into self-development than network marketing I'm sorry but mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really, really like smashed that out and it was just loving lockdown because it gave me a chance to breathe because yeah. I Life don't know just if you slow can... down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am like a 100 miles an hour person. Like I, I don't stop. And people were like, you need to slow down. I'm like, I don't really know how to do that. <laughs> so if you just leave me. <laughs> um, but I am better at that now. But yeah, um, kind of realised how dangerous some of my coping habits were mm-hmm. and ways of dealing with things um you know I did I went out and you know drunk myself into oblivion ended up doing stupid things like drugs and you know this that and the other that was probably um for some time throughout my 20s just because everyone else is doing it a and b it blocks out anything shit that's going on mm. um you know not ideal but hey that's the world that we live in um, and then I lost another member of my family to suicide. Um, so my auntie's boy, um, last year, was it last year? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so much 
happens and I think by that point you just kind of think what what is going on like I don't I can't even actually so I think that it like I said to you it really is just locked up in the back of my head yeah um and it kind of makes me realize I I do get why people don't talk about stuff sometimes because Mm. I'm very much like every time I speak about my cousin I get panic attacks um but I am going back to therapy so guys it's difficult it's hard Mm. really hard to talk about things sometimes but you gotta do it because you will you will harm the future generations if you Mm. do not talk about your issues if I ever had kids I've got a I've got to talk about my issues for them I don't want them ever being um feeling like they've got to lock everything away or that they can't talk you know Mm. I think it is such a thing for our generations previous to ours that yeah. you know just crack on with it you know what is mental health let's mm. just do you know what not for everyone but... everything you just said about that so I was at an event at the weekend mm. and there was a training section and Sarah was actually talking about um because she struggled with mental health and all this kind of stuff yeah. from a very young age and and severe depression all this kind of stuff mm. and she was saying about how it's almost like all of us have this invisible backpack on, right? Um, none of us can see each other's backpacks, but some of us are carrying some really heavy shit around yeah. in those backpacks. And if we just stopped and just took out one piece of it mm. and put it down, we could stand up a bit straighter and we could walk around a bit easier and we yeah. could breathe better because it wouldn't be so tight. And then we take the next piece out and, and going through that process as hard as it is and uncomfortable mm. as it is, seeking that help and getting it out there yeah it's hard at the time but your backpack's lighter because of it yeah and as you continue through life you'll have a much easier ride because you're not exactly. carrying that additional weight so sorry to interrupt no, you no, when no, your story don't be silly. but I just, it reminded I mean, me of that. that that's it really it, it got to yeah last year i guess was the kind of tip of the iceberg um is that the right words the right saying i don't know but you know, that happened. I knocked drinking on the head because I realised I am getting so drunk to cover up all of this crap Yeah. Um, that I need to not do that, basically, because it's not helping me. And, mm. you know, God, what really done it for me with drinking was that I remember phoning my friend on, like, a Monday or Tuesday after a heavy session... And just telling her that I didn't want to be there. Like, it just got so bad that then she started crying. And it was just awful. Mm. You know, like, I don't want to be afraid of my friend telling her that, you know. And she, poor her, to have to listen to her friends saying, not, you know, it's it, it's it's tough. And I realised that actually, and so I no, by no means I'm saying that it's easy, that it's just, you know, do this and your life's going to be perfect. Like, it is absolutely no bloody way. But there are things that we can do to influence our mental health and the way that we live our life. And, you know, what has helped me? Stopping drinking alcohol, which then in turn stops me from making stupid choices like taking drugs, um, mm. reading more, getting out in nature, going to the gym. Like, you know, people were looking for this magic tablet to make everything better but it's 
you know, the small little things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people will go on Instagram, oh, people are telling me to walk more, but I hate walking. Mm. But all of these little things are going to make a difference. Yeah. But it is it is only one person's responsibility, and that is your own. Yeah. Um, and I guess for me, it was probably that I lived a bit in, well, yeah, probably a lot in victim mode. Mm. You know, this has happened to me, and like, why can't people feel sorry for me and this and that and I got to a point where I'm like this is happening to me but everything else is happening to everyone like the more you open up the more you realize there are a lot of people that are going for a lot of shit yeah and it might be shit that's similar to mine or it might be stuff that's completely different I'm sorry for those that don't like swearing but (laughs) I I swear when I get very passionate when I'm speaking about something of importance it's all good I'm Um, sure it's not the first time I've heard a swear word (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah hence why mindset maintenance then became a real thing um community projects really want to register it as a charity at some point but there's really no rush for that I just think as long as I'm helping people that's all that matters really um so what is the concept of mindset maintenance what is the mission the mission is to help other people understand that they are not alone but that there are also things that you can do to help yourself in better mental health and leading a better life that is not you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm on, I'm on uh, Citalopram, uh, mm. highest dose actually. I didn't realise that until I spoke to a psychiatrist <laughs> that was on you, that said to me, you realise you're on the highest dosage? Mm. I was like, yeah, I've been put on that since my auntie died. Um, mm. Not really questioned it because I thought I was on a low dose. And he was like, no, that's the highest dose there is. I was comparing it to like people taking sertraline. Mm. And obviously the dosages are completely different. So I was just thinking, oh, I'm on a real low dose. And yeah, yeah he was like, no, hun, <laughs> no, you are not. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably going to look to lower that at some point. But I also, I, you know, there are other things other than just going to the doctors. Yeah. And being put straight, like, you know, let's, let's try these other things. Yeah. Like reading books and mindset and law of attraction and exercising and I just could sit there and list off all of these different things but also the approach that I like to take is that I'm not one of these people sometimes I am actually I go through um my year is a bit like a roller coaster so one minute I am getting up at 5am and I'm eating kale and you know like doing all of these good things and then the next minute I can't pull myself out of bed before half past seven mm. eight o'clock yeah because so you're still very much on the journey yourself yeah but I I also think that it's it's all over in social media not just Instagram just social media in general that we have to you know to be successful you have to get up at 5am you've got to do this you've got to do that and we're pushing out these to some people these are things that are just not doable doable yeah Yeah. like they don't want to get up at 5am and do yoga and then you shout in the mirror i am really sexy 15 (laughs) times like do you know not everyone wants to do their it's making people aware that this is your toolbox pull different things you don't have to do every single one and you don't have to do every single one every single day just 
do the good things more than you're doing the bad things mm. and try and make little tiny changes bit by bit. Mm. It's I love a, that. It's just about sailing the ship in the right direction. Yeah. As long as you are sailing, it doesn't have to be going fast. Yeah. It just needs to be going in the right direction. I love that. And there's a, there's a Jim Rohn quote that is, be a student, not a follower. And yeah. it's, learn all of the information that's available, yeah. but then take the pieces that you like, take mm. the pieces that work for you and leave the stuff that... Yeah. There's millions of books out there. There's millions of personal development speakers, blah, 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 blah. But not everything's going to work for everyone. And I love that you used the 5am example because for a long time I was a follower of the 5am club. And mm. like you, I was like, I need if I'm not getting up at 5am, I'm not going to be in the right state of mind to be as successful yeah. as I want. And I've got big goals and I am very ambitious. But in the last couple of months, I've kind of just like, I know all of this stuff and I'm like, right, let's actually see how this works for me and yeah. my life. Because all of us are different human beings. Yeah. All of us work in different ways. So now I get up at six. Yeah. And I still get everything done. And actually yeah. that works better for me yeah. than maybe 5am. And for some people, 5am is the perfect time for them to get yeah. up. And not one is wrong and not one is right. Exactly. It's just finding what fits for you and yeah. what feels good to you and doing that mm. and doing more of that. Exactly and, that. And I love it. And I love the whole concept of the mindset maintenance stuff and all of the things that you've listed and something that I've learned along the way as well is it, it's, it is these small choices that you make yeah. every day. And even things like, like doctors are, and again, we're not saying don't go to the doctor and don't get a medication, but doctors are literally taught to prescribe medicine. Yeah. Like yeah. that is what they learn Yeah. In, in all of their years of study. Yeah. I think it's, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like, they have one day out of all of those years of training on nutrition. Yeah. Which blows my mind because yeah. there's such a big gut-brain connection. Yeah. And if your gut isn't happy, your brain is not going to be happy. And it, your 95% of the serotonin that your body produces is in your gut. So if people are not eating right, of course they're not like feeling good and feeling yeah. happy because the literal producer of the happy hormone... Yeah can't function yeah and again this is not the stuff that we're taught in schools this is not the stuff that we're told when we go to the doctors mm. and so it does take people like you like me to stand up and say no guys like there is another way and yeah. so I love I love that you've you've almost turned your pain into power and thought I'm gonna yeah. use this yeah and use this stuff I've learned to impact other people and let them know they're not alone there is yeah. other ways so yeah. I love that and I also think my reason for swearing, by the way, can I just say this? My reason for um, bringing up the swearing even was I... Oh, I can't remember what his name is, but he put a video up. He knocks... I think he's knocks about with James Smith and Diran and that bunch of people. I can't remember his name. It's going to annoy me. Um, but anyway, whoever it was put up a post and he put some swear words in it. Mm. And someone commented on that saying, what a shame that you had to ruin it, such a professional video with inappropriate use of language or something like that. And I, that, really, that really triggered me because growing up, I've always, it's always been this 
don't swear, don't do this, don't do that, you're too loud, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, actually, whose belief is that that you think... Don't get me wrong, I don't like swearing, you know, like... um in a ground, you know, groundwork, a builder where every other word... But see, there's me <laughs> assuming that they all do that. And that's bad of me because that's my belief. Um, but, you know, just seeing people that every other yeah. sentence is a F in this and F in that. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's in a, a bit unnecessary. But I think when you're having a conversation and you're passionate yeah. and you throw a swear word in there because you're really bloody passionate about it... yeah then, you know, that's fine. It's actually other people's beliefs that has made them think that swearing is very, very bad. I think this is the thing as well, is people are becoming too vanilla because they want to please everyone. Mm. And actually, like, I'm not stopping you swearing on my podcast because if people listen to this and they're offended by a few swear words, they're probably not my people. Yeah. And they're not my audience. And that's okay. Yeah. Because there's nearly 8 billion people in the world. Yeah. And not everyone's going to be happy with how you operate and not everyone's going to like you. And that's fine. Exactly. There's more than enough people um, that will love what you're about because you're authentic. Yeah, so. exactly that. And why are we in this world where we're trying to please everyone? Because, you know, and I guess it comes back from being in these tribes in the Stone Ages and you want to be included, otherwise you don't eat. Yeah, that's and all of this. It. Yeah. Because, and, and I was reading this in the book. Have you read it, by the way? Because you'll love it. The Audacity to be Queen by Gina DeVee. No. Oh my God, Bianca. Right, I'm writing it down for you before you leave. Because oh, okay. it's so good. And she talks about this because she talks about exile. And when you're exiled from like your group or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, that triggers us and terrifies us so much. Yeah. Because back in the day, that equaled death because you will get eaten by bears or whatever was knocking about at that time and you'll starve yeah. and all of these things will happen to you. So that's still like our natural wiring. That, yeah. That, but nowadays it's so easy to find your people because of the internet exactly. and because of all of this stuff. So I've met such amazing people. I actually think I probably met you on the internet. It's, we met on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I've met so many amazing people on the internet um and i just think wow the internet is a great place and if you use it correctly oh yes um 100 and you're not being mean to other people on the internet yeah because that is but then again i've really t- turned that around in that i used to take everything so personally um but actually you've got a question when someone says something nasty or does something that you don't agree with where what kind of upbringing have they had you know what have they been through Mm. to act in that way to speak in that way to someone and that's the thing i was talking about this on instagram the other day actually happy people have no desire to shit on other people Mm. people that are happy with their life and content with their life have no desire to go on someone's instagram post and write horrible things or send horrible messages or talk badly about other people yeah unhappy people that are unhappy with their life and see something that they want that they don't actually have Mm. that's like their coping mechanism yeah and i use the analogy of you know when a bee stings it then dies Mm. it's the same thing it affects the bee yeah it affects you you're like ouch that hurt but yeah the bee literally dies yeah and 
that person that puts that comment or sends that message or whatever it might be, the sting is going to kill them off. It's going to affect them more mm. than it affects you. Yeah. Because you just have to tell yourself, like, and send them love and positive energy. Yeah. yeah. And also probably hit the block button. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Button. Yeah. <laughs> but also <laughs> cultivate your feed. I think that's another tool, actually. Social media can be amazing if you're following the right people. Yeah. If you're yeah. using it in the right way. And especially at the moment, like, there's so much crap going on in the world that it's very easy to open Facebook or whatever and feel, like, scared. A sense of impending doom. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I did a post earlier and I wrote that. Yeah. I wrote that about the event mm. and I was saying that at one point I just felt like, does does anyone overthink this much does anyone else have this sense of impending doom or Mm. just feel this sadness sometimes or that just the anxiety of life yeah like it just overpowers and then you realize how many people do in fact like i so many years i thought i'm not fucking normal (laughs) like i and I know I'm not well, because not I am because a bit you're special. Yeah, I am quite special. Everyone's special in their own way. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not normal. Like people don't overthink this much. People don't like the conversations I have in my mind. Mm. Honestly, I will just be sat in a car. You know, usually my car. Um, <laughs> just but I'll just yeah, just getting in random cars, and I'll just sit there. <laughs> No, I'll just sit in my car or I'll be at home and I'll have these conversations. Actually, funniest time, my sister was around my flat and I didn't act, I actually forgot that she was there. I was having a pretend argument, <laughs> which then actually came out verbally, and she was like, in from the other room, who are you talking to? And I was like, Oh my god, this is awkward. I was like, Oh, um I was just reading a me- like, what how do you even like oh no biggie i'm just a nutter and i'm talking to myself in the mirror like literally having a pretend argument but you know i I sit there and i think who does that but actually the more you are just open and just straight up look i'm a nutter this is what i do Mm. other people like yeah i do that too yeah and i'm like for real yeah like are you kidding they're like no i always have pretend arguments (laughs) i'm like cool so i'm not alone and you just find this little tribe of People that also have arguments with people that aren't actually there. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, you give permission to other people to step into their own uniqueness and yeah. their own authentic self. Yeah. And it's almost like, and when you have those conversations with people as well, especially in person, like, I bet the other people that have said, I'm going to do that too. It's like, their t- posture changes, like, their shoulders yeah. and they're like, oh, I can be myself with yeah. this person because she's crazy like me. And like, I love that, you know, the bit, the biggest the biggest um what's that thing when someone says something nice about you what's that called again a compliment i could ever receive is about my energy and how i just make people feel comfortable Mm. and smile and whatnot um nothing to do with like oh you love your fit or anything (laughs) like that (laughs) do you know i literally had that side note but yesterday i got out of the car on that road there and they were putting some scaffolding up and i literally got out of the car and I think I had like a shopping bag or something and I was just minding my business yeah. walking into my apartment 
oh look at that i heard and i was like oh my oh, god and i just didn't look up i just wanted to vomit yeah and, and then they started singing pretty woman walking down oh, and i was like no. i want to cringe so badly for you all and then obviously because here you can see you guys can't see because you can only hear our voices but you can see the road yeah from my thing and i saw them all and they're all in these scruffy clothes with greasy hair and i'm like really like what what makes you think, number one, it's acceptable? Yeah. To make me feel that uncomfortable. I'm literally just trying to carry my shopping bags to my apartment so that I can eat. Like, I was not an invitation for you to start screaming from your scaffolding. Oof. And also, like, I had just, just come from the village and I was dressed up quite smart and stuff. And they're there in their <laughs> trousers with all these stains down and all that. And I'm like, like come on, guys. Yeah. Like... Come on. It's a no. It's a no from me. Anyway, that was off topic. But you did just mention the event. So I want to get into that because if anyone's still with us, (laughs) they're probably buying into what we're saying and they're probably very like-minded and stuff. And so this is definitely going to be something that they are going to want to know some more about. And I know that we are very excited about it. So tell us more. So I had it was quite funny because I was speaking to Gethin, you know Gethin, Gethin Jones. Yeah, yeah. One of my speakers. He's going to be a speaker at the event, um, and we've actually become very good friends because again, he's another like-minded person, and he's been through. God, his upbringing, his story is. You've got a podcast with him on your unreal. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely unreal. He's just such a magical person. Um, but he said to me, or he messaged me and said. I remember when this was just a little seed in your head and I just had this vision that I wanted to put on this big event. Like, I still almost pinch myself now thinking, I'm doing this. Mm. I'm putting on this big event that I once probably thought that is just a dream and that because of my um, limiting beliefs... Yeah. For no, I can never do that. Don't be so silly. Like, that's never going to happen. And then did you have an argument with yourself about whether you're good Probably. or Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but now it's a thing. Yeah. And so I booked the village hotel um, function room at the beginning of the year to host this event on the 10th of November. Doors open from 6 pm. This is another thing about me. I'm so. I am consistent in the things that are important, but I'm very inconsistent in things like, you know, some flyers say 6.30pm, <laughs> some say 6. But like I said, I'm a human. I'm not here to be perfect. So mm. you can turn up at 6 or 6.30. It's cool by me. The bar's open. You do. <laughs> and there will be non-alcoholic options because, <laughs> you know. Course. No, I don't, I don't judge people that drink, honestly. I say to the girls, I'm your taxi now. Go on, get the Jaegers in. I'll, um, I'll just have a... What are those things that you put with Jaegers? Red Bull. Yeah, I'll just do a shot of Red Bull. <laughs> Loving it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Starts from 6pm. And it's I've got six speakers. I've got wellness exhibitors. I've got goodie bags for everyone. And I originally... So, it's an inspirational seminar. Portsmouth's first official inspirational seminar. I want it to be, like, a yearly thing. Um, and I just want to see it grow. And it's already taken, a, it's, yeah, it's just got so much momentum under it already. Um, but yeah, so these six speakers have all been through real tough, difficult life events. 
and they've come through the other sides and they're all doing brilliant things they're all absolutely phenomenal and so I just wanted to I handpicked these people myself it wasn't like I thought I could go after all these big names um you know which I think I'll see them there in the future I, I know I will but I've handpicked these people because they are relatable and they've all been through stuff and I want the main focus of this is this event is to show people that there are people like you and me going through these things and they've come out the other side and they've done it mm. and you can do it as well you yeah. know and that actually we're not that different us humans um yeah. there's a lot of similarities so yeah six speakers and I wanted to make this affordable and I wanted everyone to be able to come to this. So the yeah. tickets are a tenner. Um, I just thought, Do you know what? I'm going to put the tickets at a tenner. I'll work out how to pay the rest later. <laughs> um, yeah, so not not very business-minded, <laughs> but it's got to help the community, so it's fine. Um, but no, luckily I've had headline sponsor come in and exhibitors, so I'm, I'm nearly at break-even level. Um, which is fantastic because that's is there all an I wanted. For people to pay more for a ticket if they want to, or can they donate to like help towards that cause? Yeah, or... absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean to be fair, on the night there's going to be a raffle. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so people can buy raffle tickets and buy. I would say you know if you're going to put something in for it, at least get the ticket. So mm. yeah, definitely buy a ticket, come along. And just, there's going to be goodie bags. I'm really excited with these goodie bags. Oh, guys, I wish you could see her face right now. Like, her <laughs> eyes are lighting up like sparkly stars. I can see how much of a passion project this is for you. And I know that I can just feel that you're putting your absolute heart and soul into this. Yeah. And so anyone that comes is going to have an incredible time. And like you say, I loved that you were like, I wanted to pick people that are examples. Because mm. the sort of people that this event is going to attract is people that are going through stuff yeah and and I think that especially at the moment like it it feels like suicide and all of this sort of stuff is just becoming Mm. such a a way too common event yeah and it's important for people to see people that have been through what they're experiencing and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel you just have to keep moving your feet yeah and keep taking that step forward and you will eventually get there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's when you stop and you stand still, you're going to stay in the darkness. But yeah. just keep keep moving forwards. And I love that you wanted those sorts of people that can bring that message and bring that hope. Yeah. To, yeah, exactly to that. To the attendees. And I think one important thing to note as well is when you are going through a tough time, um, the only person that thinks you should still get up and you know, do all these things that apparently matter, you know, exercise. Like, basically, what I'm trying to say is when you wake up and you think, fuck me, I I can't do today, like, just just get up and just breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if, any, if the only thing you did in that day was get through it... Yeah. And you stayed in bed or you sat on the sofa or you spent the day crying, mm-hmm. like, cool... No one, like, where did we get to this world? I question it so much. Where do we get to this world where, like, you're on the brink of wanting to take your own life, but it's all right, I'm just going to pretend everything's okay and go to work. And, mm. 
like, work's going to be there. Like, if something happened to you, they just put is an application for someone else to come and work there instead. Like, yeah. <clears throat> that's 100%. not important. Everything, everything else is not as important as you and your mind and your body. Yeah. And I think we, we just get so lost in this, the way that we should be living, as opposed to... The way we're told we should live. Yeah. What society tells us. Yeah. Uh, we can't even get into that because that would be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. Not t- part two will be coming. Not guys. today. <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> but, yeah, that's so, that's so true. And it's... When you think about it, like, if my arm was snapped in half, like, I don't have a job. I have a business, guys. I'm not like... <laughs> I just don't have a job. <laughs> I just But, chill. like, back when I did have a job, if my arm was snapped in half and hanging off and I walked into work, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, you need yeah. to go get some help. You need to get that sorted. Yeah. You need to get that fixed before you can exactly. come to work. But because we can't see that our mind is broken... Yeah. It's... Because people can't see it, they don't think it's real or they yeah. don't see the severity of it like a limb literally hanging off like yeah. people would view that very differently this is um, and i think i saw like an an add-on or something on my facebook for is it better help the, yeah 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 and, i've seen that yeah see and that they're talking about like that sort of thing like if you mm. had a physical issue like that everyone would be telling you to go and get yeah, it sorted what are you doing and, your arms hanging off yeah yeah but it's just but i do also i don't want it to be all like bad i do think that there are more and more people talking about this stuff and i do feel like we are on the cusp of it becoming a more talked about thing and a more socially accepted thing and people are becoming more aware of it yeah and especially the the younger generation i think there's a lot of change coming i do think there's a lot of hope i do think there's a lot of positivity to hold on to and you are a perfect example of that. You're a pioneer. You're you're being one of those people to stand up oh, and thanks. be an example. Yeah. I'm paying you all the confidence yeah. of being, being an example. <laughs> and creating that space where people can feel like, okay, I'm not yeah. alone here. Yeah. Other people are going through yeah. this. I can breathe again. Like I think that's the most important thing. That's the mo- that's I think that's probably my why of it all. I don't want other people to feel alone. I know how I know how terribly, terribly tough it is to just be stuck in your head. And even though sometimes you know there are so many people around going through the same thing, your brain is so clever and so very smart and it will give you every reason to think that you are alone and mm. that you are the only person that feels like this. Um which is why we've got to work on our minds because if we don't take control of our minds, our minds will take take control of us, like 100%. Mm. Um, Yeah. And I think as well, what I love about stuff like this is sometimes I think it's harder to go to the people closest to us. Yeah. As much as they're like, oh, you should have spoke to me about this, you should have, like, whatever. Yeah, it's It's weird, that, isn't it? I don't know why we do that. Sometimes it's just a bit too close. Yeah. And actually, sometimes someone that is a bit more distanced Mm. from you, it's easier to talk about stuff. Because it's not so... Like, you you might be worried that something you say will affect that relationship you have with that person. Yeah. So I think having communities like this, where... 
they know it's a safe place to talk about that stuff anyway but mm. they're also people that are not heavily involved in their day-to-day life yeah can make it easier so if if someone's listening to this and that is a, a problem that they're having like oh yeah I do want to talk about this stuff and that but I don't really feel like I've got anyone here yeah this is where stuff like mindset maintenance and stuff comes into play because there are places you can reach out there are communities Mm. being created for this reason yeah so don't be scared to reach out to someone in those sorts of communities that exactly that has been through it exactly that um yeah i think it's 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 weird that we do that i can speaking on social media sometimes easier than saying something and not because because i can't talk to them or i don't love them it's just it's that I think it's that initial saying, look, I need help. Mm. It's, I don't know, it's strange. It's almost like I might pop something on my social media so you can, so you can guess and approach me first and yeah. I can just answer yes or no. Mm. <laughs> Are you okay? No, not really. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I think that's another thing as well. Um, for people that are listening to this that maybe aren't going through struggles and stuff, but maybe want to better understand mm. the people around them that are or be more aware of the people around them that are. And this is something I've definitely started to do. Um, even you, whenever you've put up like a little oh, I'm struggling today post or yeah. even if it's even if it's got like a funny edge to it, I'll always be like, I'm here if you want a coffee. Yeah. Do you want to go for a walk? Yeah. Like I'm always just... In there. It makes such Just a difference, doesn't it? Keeping it really an does. eye out. And and we're not like people that talk every single day and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But having those people and just being aware of what people are putting out there and are they covering stuff up through comedy? Yeah. And just being the person to just send the message and be like, is everything yeah. all right? Yeah, we're good at that. We're good at that, us Brits, covering mm-hmm. up things with comedy. Yeah. That is that is our thing, isn't it? Yeah, I used to do it all the time. I used to, like, when I was going through, like, my darkest times, and same as you, like, drinking myself into forgetting my own name and mm. all of this stupid shit that I, I did, I'd cover it up and make fun of myself. Yeah. And, like, send funny memes, stuff that I thought was funny memes to my friends and to my family or post it on social media or whatever yeah and now I look back and I just feel sad that I I felt I had to do that yeah and now when I see other people doing it I know why they're doing Mm. it even if they don't realize it themselves yeah they're making fun of how they look or what they did or whatever it is to try and make it not hurt so much Mm. and and that's a dangerous game yeah. to play. Yeah. Because then it looks to everyone that doesn't understand that, that everything's okay and, oh, they're great. They're, and that's why they say they're sometimes just having the happiest a laugh. people. Yeah. It's a bit of banter. Yeah. But is it? No. Is it? Yeah. But if anyone wants to come along... Um, yeah, how can they get tickets? In fact, I'll put the link. Have you got a link? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll put the link. link in the show notes. Okay. I'll also put... Um, Bianca's Instagram handle and the mindset uh, maintenance page handle. Yeah. All in the show notes. So it's super easy for you guys to just click away, give her a follow, support the event, book your tickets, um, and also share this podcast, guys. Share, Take a screenshot, pop it in your Instagram story, tag me, tag Bianca, send it to someone that you think could benefit. Um, and we'd really, really appreciate that and getting the message out. So... 
Bianca, is there any final words or anything you want to say to the people that have listened to this podcast? Um, thank you for listening and be human. Just think about what's really important. And that's it, really. I love it. Otherwise, I could go on for ages. <laughs> I love it. We're approaching 45 minutes. But I feel like I could literally just sit here and talk to you all day about this stuff. So it's absolutely incredible. So big thank you to you, Bianca, for joining me today. Thank you again to you guys for listening and sticking with us. Hopefully you've been entertained. Hopefully you've got some value and some insight. And again, check out the show notes for all of the links to the event and to the Instagram handles, etc. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you all soon. Bye.